Good Friday. That's what we're rocking here, you know, at the time of recording. This is Good Friday. Um, you know, Jesus, Jesus Christ, you know. Um, this is like the important, uh, the most important slash relevant episode in the Christian storyline, the Christian tradition of Christianity, Christ. Good Friday slash Easter Monday. It's really the hallmark of the Christian faith. So what is Good Friday? Let's talk about it. This is an article from uh, wikipedia.com. So, Good Friday. Good Friday is a Christian holiday commemorating the crucifixion of Jesus and his death at Calvary. All right. So, biblical account. According to, according to the accounts in the Gospels, the royal soldiers guided by Jesus' disciple Judas arrested Jesus in the garden of Jethamen. Jessamane. Tresame, Tresame, ooh la la. <clears throat> the royal soldiers, guided by Jesus' disciple Judas, arrested Jesus in the garden of Jessamane. Judas received money, 30 silver pieces, for betraying Jesus and told the guards that whomever he kisses is the one they are to arrest. Is that why, like, a lot of Christians, Catholics, kind of denounce homosexual lifestyle? All because of this kiss that Judas planted on Jesus Christ? Okay, boys, so we're going in. We're going to bust this Jesus character. So, um, the guy that you see me kissing, French kissing, that's Jesus, okay? The guy that you find, the guy that you see me blowing, that's Jesus, okay? Yep, that's Jesus. That's why they don't like gay people. Absurd. Anyway, I digress. Um, following his arrest, Jesus was taken to the house of Anus, the house of Anas, the father-in-law of the high priest, Cephas. There he was interrogated. There he was interrogated with little result and sent bound to Caphas. Oh, these fucking names, I'm sorry, folks. There he was interrogated with little result and then sent bound to Caiaphas, the high priest, where, where the Sanhedrin had assembled. Conflicting testimony against Jesus was brought forth by many witnesses, to which Jesus answered nothing. Finally, the high priest adjourned, adjured Jesus to respond under solemn oath, saying, I adjure you by the living God to tell us, are you the anointed one, the Son of God? Jesus testified ambiguously, you have said it, and it is in time you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of the Almighty, coming on the clouds of heaven. <clears throat> Jesus came on the clouds? 
Jesus came on the clouds. Oh, Father. It's getting a little graphic, right? Jesus never masturbated. He had holes in his hands. But um, you have said it, and in time you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of the Almighty, coming on the clouds of heaven. The high priest condemned Jesus for blasphemy, and the Sanhedrin concurred with a sentence of death. That's one thing I always forgot. It's like Jesus was on trial. <laughs> Jesus caught a case. Like, it's so strange to think, like, our Savior, our Lord, Jesus Christ, he caught a case. He was in the courtroom just like, what the fuck, y'all? <laughs> the time will come. You'll see me come on a cloud. Then you'll know I'm the Son of God. All right? <laughs> Apparently. Peter, waiting in the country yard, courtyard, also denied Jesus three times to bystanders while the interrogations were proceeding, just as Jesus had predicted. In the morning, the whole assembly brought Jesus to the Roman governor, Pontius Pilate, opposing taxes to Caesar. Sorry, they brought Jesus to the Roman governor, Pontius Pilate, under charges of subverting the nation, opposing taxes to Caesar, and making himself a king. Pilate authorized the Jewish leaders to judge Jesus according to their own law and execute sentencing. However, the Jewish leaders replied that they were not allowed by the Romans to carry out a death sentence. What do you want me to do about it? You know, you got this guy, he's coming on clouds. He's calling himself the king of the Jews. He's calling himself the son of God. He's masturbating on clouds. I don't know what you want me to do about this. I don't know what you want from me. I tell you. The Jewish leaders replied that they were not allowed by the Romans to carry out a death sentence. Pilate questioned Jesus and told the assembly there was no basis for sentencing. Upon learning that Jesus was from Galilee, that sounds like a nice place. Where do you come from? I live in Galilee. It just sounds nice. You know, by the way, I am like a spiritual person, raised Christian. Just, I don't know, something kind of welled up in me there, like, shiver me timbers, I love the Lord, you know? I love Jesus. I love God. I love a higher power. But I am a swarmy fucking comedian slash podcaster slash YouTuber. Let me continue. <clears throat> By the way, um, please like, subscribe, um, pray. Anyway, so <clears throat> Pilate questioned Jesus and told the assembly that there was no basis for sentencing. Upon learning that Jesus was from Galilee, Pilate referred the case to the ruler of Galilee, King Herod, who was in Jerusalem for Passover feast. Herod questioned Jesus, but received no answer. Herod sent Jesus back to Pilate. Pilate told the assembly that neither he nor Herod found Jesus guilty. Pilate resolved to have Jesus whipped and released. What a sadistic fuck. You know what? He's not guilty. Um, I'm going to release him. Ain't nothing I can... I don't know what to say. Like, you know, it's no big deal. But for good measure, let's whip him. <laughs> these fucking sadists. These fucking crazy fucking Roman dummies. Like, just let the motherfucker live. I would have just been like, yo, man... I heard you make water into wine. Just make me a couple jugs of wine. And well, I'm a recovering alcoholic, so 
But then again, like in my imagination, sometimes it's still nice to get drunk. So I'd be like, okay, just make me a couple fucking bottles of wine and then beat it, all right? You be a good boy now. But no, they had him whipped. These fucking animals, right? All right. So... Under the guidance of the chief priests, the crowd asked for Barabbas, who had been imprisoned for committing murder during the insurrection. Pilate asked that they would have him do with Jesus. <laughs> Pilate asked what they would have him do with Jesus, and they demanded, Crucify him! Peasants are peasants from the dawn of time to the current time, you know? Peasants, stupid-minded, small-minded people thinking what other people do has something to do with what they do. These absolute fucking moron peasants that Jesus was turning water into wine, making bread for, walking on water, doing fucking, you know, magic tricks. He's entertaining and feeding these idiots, yet they, that, yet they cry, crucify him. I hate peasants. Anyway. They demanded, crucify him. Pilate's wife had seen Jesus in a dream earlier that day, and she forewarned Pilate to have nothing to do with this righteous man. Finally, somebody with some common sense, Pilate's wife, you know, have nothing to do with this righteous man. But what does Pilate do? Pilate has Jesus flogged, then brought him out to the crowd to release him. The chief priests informed Pilate of a new charge demanding Jesus be sentenced to death. Because he claimed to be God's son, this possibility filled Pilate with fear. And he brought Jesus back inside the palace and demanded to know where he came from. So like, that's the whole part of this trial, this whole Jesus trial. They just keep asking him, where did you come from? Where'd you come from? Where'd you come from? He's like, I told you, y'all. Like, I'm up in the clouds. I'm coming on clouds. I'm up there ejaculating on cl clouds, and it should be clear that I'm the son of God. Like, how much more fucking... I can't make it any clearer for you. All right? I'm the son of God. I come on clouds. End of story. Like, what else do you want me to fucking tell you? Do you want me to make you some wine? You know, let me make you a sourdough bread, you know? What do you want? A croissant? Like, I'll do whatever you want, but just... I can't answer it any other way. I'm, I'm the son of God. These dummies don't want to listen to him. They just won't listen. Lord, forgive them. they got that evil in them. Uh-huh. Coming before the crowd, one last time, <laughs> Pilate declared Jesus innocent and washed his own hands in water to show he had no part in the, condem in the condemnation. Nevertheless, Pilate handed Jesus over to be crucified in order to forestall a riot and ultimately to keep his job. You fucking company, man. You sent the Son of God over to be crucified by a bunch of moron, dildo, dummy, doorknob, doorbell fucking peasants just to keep your stupid job as Pontius Pilate? You're not even a real pilot, you know? What's with this whole, you want to keep your pilot job? You're not even a fucking pilot. Planes don't even exist at the time of fucking Jesus. You stupid idiot. Why do you even want to keep this job? I would have been like, yo, just like I said, he's the son of God. He came on a cloud. It's pretty obvious. Let him go. Fucking company, man. So anyway, um, 
Pilate handed Jesus over to be crucified in order to forestall a riot and ultimately to keep his job. The sentence was written was, Jesus of Nazareth, King of the Jews. Jesus carried his cross to the site of execution, assisted by Simon of Cyrene. Called the place, uh, they called the place Place of Skull, or Golgotha, in Hebrew, and in Latin, Calvary. So they take him to Calvary to be crucified. There he was crucified along with two criminals. Jesus agonized on the cross for six hours. Well, I'd assume it would be pretty agonizing. I don't know why I had to write that. You know, it's pretty obvious. It was pretty agonizing to be hanging, stapled to a cross. Jesus agonized on the cross for six hours. During the last three hours on the cross, from noon to 3 p.m., darkness fell over the whole land. Jesus spoke from the cross, quoting the messianic Psalm 22. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? You know, that's like the saddest part of the whole story to me. It's like, you got this wonderful human being. He's loving leopards. He's loving prostitutes. In a very, like, platonic love sense, you know, washing their feet, pouring them glasses of wine that he made himself, baking loaves of bread, walking on water. He did nothing but good. And then... These stupid peasants and these pundits and these bureaucratic assholes in this very fucking backwards time, which is very much reminiscent and reflected in these times, these fucking bozos, they're like, crucify him, string him up, he's too good. And it is a very sad thought to think of him hanging on a cross, like, can you think of any more, can you think of a more, like, that's got to be one of the worst ways to die crucifixion it's truly barbaric it's truly heartless so you know jesus spoke from the cross quoting the masonic messianic psalm 22 my god my god why have you forsaken me he's crying out to the lord crying out to his father with a loud cry jesus gave up his spirit there was an earthquake Tombs broke open, and the curtain in the temple was torn from top to bottom. The centurion on guard at the site of the crucifixion declared, Truly, this was God's Son. Joseph, Joseph of Arimathea, I can't pronounce that, Joseph, Joseph of Arimathea, a member of the Sanhedrin and a secret follower of Jesus, who had not consented to his condemnation, went to Pilate to request the body of Jesus. Another secret follower of Jesus and a member of the Sanhedrin named Nicomendus brought about a hundred-pound weight mixture of spices and helped wrap the body of Jesus. Jesus always got so many shitty presents, you know? When he's born, they're giving him frankincense and myrrh. Like, who the fuck wants that? Then when they die, they eat, they wrap them up in fucking, what, pa paprika? Or what does it say here? They wrap them up in mixtures of spices and, you know, 100-pound weight of mixtures of spices and stuff. You know, it's just like, 
you know, crucified, never got a decent present, you know, nothing. Just suffering to the end. Um, Pilate asked confirmation from the centurion of whether Jesus was dead. A soldier pierced the side of Jesus with a lance, causing blood to blood and water to flow out, and the centurion informed Pilate that Jesus was dead. <laughs> Fucking prick. Not only could he just... You're so dumb. They were so dumb in those days. Like, he's obviously dead. He's hanging there. <sighs> hanging there dead on a cross. They have the fucking gall. They have to go poke him with a spear just to make sure. Oh, yeah, he's dead. It's kind of like when you poke, like, uh, you know, you poke a piece of steak to see if it's well-cooked or whatever. <sighs> fucking Roman guards. Dumbasses. Um, Joseph of Arimathea took Jesus' body wrapped it in a clean linen shroud and placed it in, an, in his own tomb that had been carved in the rock in a garden near the site of the crucifixion. Nicodemus, Nico, Nicorette? What the fuck is this idiot's name? Nicodemus also brought 70... Oh, no, I read this shit already. Uh, oh, fuck, they just repeat themselves. Not my fault. Okay, yes, so Nicorette or Nicodemus or whatever, this guy, uh, Nicodemus also brought 70 pounds of myrrh mir and aloe and placed them in the linen with the body in keeping with Jewish burial customs. They rolled a large rock over the entrance of the tomb. Then they returned him and rested. Then they returned home and rested because Shabbat had begun at sunset. After Shabbat, which is like, uh, I guess, the Sabbath day in Jewish culture, something along those lines, then they returned home and rested because Shabbat had begun at sunset. After the Shabbat at dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. After the Sabbath at dawn on the first day of the week, he is not here. He has risen. Just as he said. He is not here. He has risen. Just as he said. So in a nutshell, um, that is Good Friday slash Easter. You know? Christ has come. Christ has died. Christ will come again. Christ has risen. And, you know, Good Friday, Easter, it's truly the, the most meaningful um, segment of, you know, Christ and Christianity, you know. It's more meaningful than Christmas, but yet Christmas is, you know, uh, capitalist, uh, consumer-minded, totally void of, you know, any real spiritual meaning. That's kind of how it's been drummed up, packaged and sold in this in this time in which we live. But it's truly Good Friday, Easter that um is the meaningful storyline in Christianity. And you know, The golden rule, 
Do unto others as you will have done unto yourself. Love thy neighbor as you love thyself. You know? Jesus, you know, hate it or love it, believe it or don't, you can't fight with that. Live and let live. And it's such a beautiful reminder here on this Good Friday for me, especially in this time of, um, you know, pandemic. And reflecting, going, reflecting and moving forward, it's all about that moving forward. And um, I'm definitely going to take this opportunity in quarantine on this Good Friday to um, think on the meaning of Jesus and how, you know, believe in it or not, what his story meant and what he stood for. And, you know, it all comes down to that golden rule. Do unto others as you would have done unto yourself. Love thy neighbor as you love thyself. Live and let live. You know? And, um, yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs>